It all ties together these days. Coronavirus, stock prices, oil prices, and revenue, or the lack thereof. We'll talk about it all. I hope you're sitting down. From the Oklahoma, I'm Dave Morris. It is Monday, April 20th, 2020. There are now 2,680 confirmed COVID-19 cases in Oklahoma, and 143 people have died. As the state tries to deal with the coronavirus pandemic, it's also dealing with the fallout of the economy shutting down because of it. Oil prices completely collapsed on Monday, with contracts for May delivery of crude oil falling into negative territory, meaning less than zero. The price of West Texas Intermediate Oil lost all of its value, plummeting to less than $1 per barrel in midday trading before May futures contracts dipped into negative numbers. It's the lowest price for oil on record as stockpiles overtake demand. Ardell Denwald has more. The price of oil crashed Monday as supply tanks filled up with little demand for the product. For the first time in history, futures contracts for oil slipped into negative numbers. June contracts, however, remained above $20. As the price of May oil futures contracts crashed, local energy sector stocks also fell. The biggest hit came to Sandridge Energy, which lost 10% and closed at $1.08 per share. Trading volume was about three times higher than average. Thank you, Dale. You heard Mr. Denwalt report that June contracts remained in the $21 per barrel range. That's a silver lining for the U.S. energy sector already hit with an international price war and falling demand during the coronavirus pandemic. May contracts expire Tuesday and oil futures are known to be more volatile as producers rush to get rid of their supply before the contract period ends. Also, as you know, low oil prices may translate to cheaper gas in the pump. We'll see. Meanwhile, more gloomy news at City Hall. Our Bill Crum reports Oklahoma City will reduce general fund spending for fiscal 2021, with police and fire ordered to cut 3.3% from their adjusted base and other departments 11.25%. This is somewhat in line with the reductions announced by Tulsa's mayor and a significant reduction from previously announced rollbacks. On a Monday where the news kept giving, our Carmen Foreman covered today's Board of Equalization meeting. Board of Equalization, led by Governor Kevin Stitt, formally certified a revenue shortfall of $416 million for the current fiscal year. Carmen tells us the state officials also received a presentation on Oklahoma's bleak financial picture for the fiscal year that begins July 1, 2020, from the head of the Oklahoma Tax Commission. Jay Doyle predicted the state will have a 20% decrease in appropriated revenue next year, which will amount to $1.3 billion less than the $8.2 billion the Board of Equalization certified back in February. The revised revenue projections show the state would have about $7.67 billion this year, $6.8 billion for fiscal year 2021. The current year's state budget was built on a revenue projection of $8.3 billion, thus the shortfall. Says Governor Stitt, quote, Our budget is getting hit on two different fronts right now. He's referring to the coronavirus pandemic and oil prices. Meanwhile, House Minority Leader Emily Virgin released the following statement today, saying the uncertainty in the oil market and our future with COVID-19 makes this a difficult time for a lot of Oklahomans. Indeed. You've seen organized back-to-work rallies across the country on the national news. Our Chris Castillo reports the main organizer of back-to-work rallies in Oklahoma is a longtime Tulsa Tea Party leader who says the state's death toll does not justify shutting down the economy. As the governor and other state officials dealt with some bleak budget matters on Monday, a group created by a longtime Tea Party activist held a second round of demonstrations, with these happening at city halls in Oklahoma City and Tulsa. 
The rally last week was at the state capitol. About 20 cars circled City Hall in Oklahoma City, honking with some motorists holding signs or American flags. The group, OK Back to Work, wants the mayors and the governor to lift their orders closing non-essential businesses, saying those orders are causing severe harm to people. Our group, Back to Work, and we've got a driving circle all the way going back around the civic center coming back around here okay and so it's not like there's one giant organization and keeping track of everybody the word's gone out and you know how widespread that is i don't know you know and there are a lot of people frankly that have just given up they don't think they've got any impact on anything that's why my passion right now is grassroots organizing I mean, organizing politically in the precincts with nonpartisan organizations where we actually have town halls in the precincts and get people back talking to each other, that's what my thing is. That's what we need to do because, you know, again, a lot of people figure you can't fight, you can't fight City Hall. Leaders of the organization have been involved with grassroots activities in the past, including the unsuccessful attempt in 2018 to repeal the tax package passed by the legislature. Oklahoma City Mayor David Holt said last week that some of the people defying guidelines are going to get sick and cause health care workers to risk their own health. So I saw a group that got out of their cars and, and bunched up really closely to show how, how, how much they didn't fear this deadly virus. And I guess what I would say to that um, is, you know, when I see images like that, I think of the healthcare professionals on the front lines who are going out every day, in some cases leaving their families for weeks at a time, and putting their lives on the line and putting themselves in danger um, to take care of strangers. And those people are going to get sick, especially if that behavior reflects their daily activity. Um, and I know that those brave and courageous public health professionals who are actually brave and are actually courageous are going to take care of those people just the same. And uh, I, hope that's, I hope that weighs heavy on their heart when they do that kind of thing. Um, people are getting sick and people are dying and people on the front lines are sacrificing everything for us and we should sacrifice just a little for them. Governor Stitt has said he is hoping to reopen businesses in phases beginning in early May. Close the show today with a tease to upcoming content that really ties together everything we've talked about today. Our Brandon McDonald covers everything entertainment for the Oklahoman has a cover story in Tuesday's editions of the Oklahoman. Also available on Oklahoman.com later tonight about what would have been opening day for the Festival of the Arts. You see, in a normal year, artists and volunteers at the festival would be preparing for a busy weekend. This year, there is no festival due to the coronavirus pandemic. Interviews and Brandy's story include potter Colin Rosebrook, who usually runs the Pottery Place station, and a group of volunteers who have shifted their time to making masks for SSM Health St. Anthony. That'll be a good read and a sign of the times we're living in in 2020. Go to oklahoma.com slash subscribe to subscribe to our digital products. You can find more email newsletters and podcasts there as well. What a Monday. We'll try again tomorrow. For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris.